This episode of Pot of the Jammed is rated S for spoilers. You've been warned. Although no one official is prepared to comment, religious groups are calling it Judgment Day. In the dark of the night, something strange is going on. Alpha, bravo teams. Let's clean up the rest of the mess. So, what's the plan? How many did you say? A hundred? virus is based on the human X chromosome, so it stays more pure from woman to woman. Why have we got a girl Lizzie? Because I love her. All right, gay. It's all over everything! Stupid asshole! Watch your tongue, boy, if you like this job! Like this job! What seems to be the problem, Doc? Believe it or not, zombies. Girls. They're zombies. No. They're strippers. They're zombie strippers. Hey, everybody, you're listening to Pod of the Jam, and we are on day 23 of our 31 days of horror. Honestly, I'm just excited. I think we're podcasting brilliantly. I can't believe we've still been going this hard, and I cannot be more excited for the theme of today's episode. I'm Dean. I'm Em. And I'm Shori, and I blame it all on rabid weasels. Tonight, <laughs> in today's episode, we are diving into zombies. <gasps> and, oh my god! What an amazing, amazing genre to be able to talk about. It's not going to be our only zombies episode, but I think what's really funny for this episode is that we picked three films. In fact, all of our zombie films are very different. So different. But all mm-hmm. of these could absolutely, in my opinion, sit in the the horror comedy genre as well. You know, I mean, this is the thing about zombie films. Like I feel like zombie films are are often um, kind of take the piss out of themselves. And they're they're often quite meta and, and, you know, I think because the zombie subgenre is so well established and there are so many tropes that you can play with and that you can mess around with, it just makes it really easy to have fun with it. Um, But I have to say I... Just really, I had never really thought about it and never realised until we sat down to pick uh, zombie films how diverse this genre is, like how many different kinds of movies there are in the zombie genre. And I had said to you guys that I I don't dislike zombie horror, but I've never been like a massive, because some people are like, yes, like really it. well am, into zombie movies. I yes, see, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm, I'm not a huge fan either. I, are I, you I, kidding me? Oh, my I mean, God, okay. I love it. I'm a, I'm a think- fan, but I've never been like a you know, uber fan. But then every single movie that I've sat down to watch for the our zombie episodes, I've I've been like, yes, yes. Yeah, sure. yeah, like, yeah. I've really enjoyed it. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe I am a zombie person. I and they've been really me, diverse. I think for me it was more that the stuff like when The Walking Dead was first coming out, like mm. zombie fatigue, like everything was zombies. Like I mean, this that's true. That does happen. Yeah, I mean, and the, I think and, the and thing was, too is, not dealing with like the movies today, but more probably tomorrow when we talk about our zombie movies, they're always really fucking bleak too. Yeah. Like, well, so they're not so all many bleak. of them. Not all I of mean, them, but yeah. so many of them are usually bleak because there is no hope at the end. Like you just know well, that at know, the end it's that's the end of it. Zombies. Like, and yeah. Since, so since you've touched on it as well, I think that's something about The Walking Dead that's both brilliant and awful is the fact that there is no hope. And and that genre has certainly mm. that series has certainly taken the genre of zombie horror in a, a huge different way. That Did either of you watch it all? I, I haven't I, watched I it all. I no. stopped, I'll be honest, I stopped um, 
I got season one. I was like, wow. Season yeah. two, and I, I've read the comics. Season two, I was like, okay, cool. But like all series at that time, the second season was a little bit different. Season three was when I went, and I'm out. Like only because for me, I, I think I was the same. I I made it to the end of season one, and I was I done. Keep, oh, do you know what? I keep watching. I love season one, but I, I thought I it was great. But I was, think yeah. Same with the, Game the of Thrones. Thing it wasn't about for me. it. It's it's a world and universe where there is no hope. There's no mm-hmm. when and and to create that within a series, within a comic is a different story, but within a television series, for me, it just got really. Uh, I just got over mm. it. Like yeah, the, it, it, yeah. I think you're right. The format makes a huge difference. Like I do think uh, a story set in a world where where there is no hope and no no resolution to the plot is fine because looking at like because really a lot of zombie films are actually about the human drama it's not it's really not so much necessarily it would work in the human zo- monsters the zombies as well. themselves yeah, yeah absolutely um but but you're right in, te- in television series there's only so long you can draw that out mm. for i think that's the same reason that um and, and we're getting on a tangent here but i think that's the same reason that the seasons of american horror story are very hit miss because absolutely. some of them there's only so long you can drag <laughs> out a sense of hopelessness yeah. and constant despair before you're like, I need something. And we I- need that up, especially living in a pandemic. Yeah. And, and you know what, <laughs> uh, when we're recording this as well, it's been one of those weeks where who knows if we're going to be at nuclear war tomorrow. We don't. Like, uh, we're recording yeah. this in the past. You know what I think is also really awesome on a whole little tangent? Um, the week before we watched all of these movies on zombie movies, the Marvel What If series actually did a Marvel Zombies cartoon. Um, and and can I say I I watched it after I was like okay I'm going to put that aside because I knew we were touching on zombie films and for the first time in the recording of this podcast I watched all the films before the day before we record hey well done I actively like acted like an adult everybody and I (laughs) and I did it like and even for next and next recordings ones I'm going to start that today or tomorrow like this is uh, how adults do mm, things, and I think it's amazing. Dang. But all right, so I watched all uh, of our diverse zombie films and then watched the What If Marvel zombies. Um, and I was uh, like, oh my God, it's just, I'm on a zombie high. I'm not going right. to. So, well, so before with, we get started, further ado, yeah, let's well, get- hang on. Before we get started, I have a question for you both Fast zombies or slow zombies? Well, this is the thing that's interesting okay, no, about wait, zombies. I don't know what the question is. Are you saying, like, which kind of film which do, do we you prefer? prefer to watch or which kind yeah. of zombies would I prefer to be stuck in an apocalypse with? No, more which do you prefer? Like, I don't like fast zombies because I have a real problem with that, with the bodies breaking down, which means they shouldn't be able to move that fast. And you're uh, going to hate, you're gonna hate see, tomorrow's episode. I'm not, I'm not one of those. <laughs> I don't get caught up in the, the, um, the biology or the science of the zombies because that's not actually what the films are about at the no, end no, of the day. No, no, no. But, but I, I kind of you know love, I'd love it if we got on that tangent just for I think, a I think there are, I think there are pros and cons to both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm, when I, I'm watching. I, I'm a, see, I'm a Romero uh, purist. I love the Romero trilogy, the original Night, Day, Dawn, which are slow zombies. But it's, there's something about the, you can probably get away from one, but the overwhelming numbers, it just makes it so much creepier than some See, dude running we full pell toucher. We would, do you know what? I'm going to save this I'm for saving tomorrow's, this episode. tomorrow's episode. I need to I'm say something, but I'm going to wait. So and let's, let's, let's not, dive in. Yeah. I'm not okay. Either. Let's so we're dive start, into our first film. And we're going to start with Shory's pick. Yes, yes. Now, Shory, what one did you pick? 
Hang on, Troy's just eating a bite of my biscuits. He's just decided to. (laughs) We picked a moment. Thank God for editing. That one's in the cupboard. A bite of my biscuit. (laughs) A soggy biscuit, (laughs) Em. Ooh. Ooh. Anyway. It's not satisfying. um, So my choice was Return of the Living Dead. Hang on, hang on. Um, we should just record you saying that again because we done. can't put that soggy biscuit conversation in, in the podcast. We can. <laughs> All right. They know okay. we're freaks. It's fine. Compose yourself. <laughs> so my choice is uh, The Return of the Living Dead from 1985 and the IMDb is when two bumbling employees at a medical supply warehouse accidentally release a deadly gas into the air, the vapours cause the dead to rise again as zombies. Now, now, this is a sequel, right? <laughs> no. Oh, this is the this is, first This is a standalone film. film. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So this one is a standalone film. There are sequels of this one to follow, um, but this was a – it mentions Night of the Living Dead and talks about how killing the zombies, like, you know, they talk about you destroy the brain. In this one, it doesn't seem to happen as much. Yeah. Well, what I thought was really interesting, correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I saw, it sounded like they – refer to the first film as a film yeah. so it's like okay, it's kind was, of it's yeah. kind of like um the second or third halloween movie where the first film it's set it's in playing on the tv films. yeah exactly yeah um so i did pick up on that they were talking about like at, but it was interesting because they said oh you know that film was based on a real story and yeah. i'm like <laughs> oh cute so i see what they did there i see how yeah. they kind of like made that work in this reality i see what they're doing so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this one, this is my favorite zombie movie of all time. I okay. love this movie. I think there is so much fun in it, and I'm looking at both of your faces, and I think I just, we're yeah. just going to happen. Why? Again. Why? I, I'm going to be honest. This one, I struggled to stay awake through. <gasps> I struggled to pay know. attention. I feel oh so bad. God. It was just not good. I don't. I don't it is brilliant. I don't how? <laughs> I, I mean, there's a lot of fun stuff I absolutely get that you can enjoy. And Em and I absolutely both think we had a separate talk outside of recording. We both think we know the moment in this mm. film that is your favourite moment. Yes, because and, you mentioned that you it had one of your favourite um, zombie uh, my, yep. makeup or, and we or both, whatever you we call both it. Think it's the, we both think we know which that is, so we'll find out whether we're right in a bit. But also, this was just nutballs. Like, yeah, it's bananas. Like, it's great. Oh Nut, my god! Nutballs. I just every <laughs> single character was this crazy archetype of something that doesn't relate to each other, yeah. and and the eroticism was was uh, weird. Like there was a lot. I think it was just for me. It was like I love fun and I love trash when it's yeah, trash. That, that but this for me, I think the reason I didn't get it is it just felt incoherent and I didn't feel that I cared about any of the characters and I was like, why, why is this happening now? There's a way to create this kind of surreal tone that knows its point and I think that might be what this film was trying to do but didn't at all. Like if if it was a bit more on the nose of we know what we're doing, cool, Mm. but it didn't feel that. The only time it did, I would say, is actually the cutaway scenes to the military guy at home with his wife. Mm. And the rest of the time, I just was very confused. And the naked chick just felt like, oh, my uh, God. Uh, I was like, this uh, is just tits and ass for the sake of tits and ass. And I can't. I mean, hang, hang, at, hang on. At, at least that. All right. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, zombie let's strippers. Hang on. Yeah. Let's let story, <laughs> let, let story talk. I have a sense that you 
have misunderstood zombie strippers, so we will get mm-hmm. into that later. No, not at all. But, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so anyway, Shuri, tell us why you love this. No, I think Ooh, it's just. And tell us your favourite zombie bit because I want to know if Dean and I were right. So I think, for me, I think this is just, it's, it's just fun. I love this movie. I think it's, yep, we have, we're watching a bunch of stereotypical characters, but that's horror. Like we've talked about that before as well, that in a lot of even like the slasher genre, they're always stereotypes. They're just, it's just a fun movie. And I think once this episode comes out, you'll see how much of a fan base this movie actually does have. This okay. one is massive. And I yeah. want to hear from them because I get, it's not that they're stereotypical characters. That wasn't the problem. Mm. I mean, they're stereotypical characters being played by a group of, grade one actors dressed that way by their parents on a stage in front of the school. It just felt really all over the shop. That's, that's a, a, an eighties horror movie in itself. It's a, it's a, you know, not a high budget. It's, they put all their money into the zombie effects and makeup, so you're which not going to be able to afford and which was Oscar-winning great. actors. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. But I'm not, here's the thing. It's not the Oscar-winning acting. I literally mean the group of kids in the graveyard each one of them, it was like the Breakfast Club meets the Naked Gun movies, <laughs> yeah, except, cause, without, cause except you... without the camaraderie or connectivity. So each one had a very different look. I don't know. It was just weird for me. But you just, mm. it's, honest. I think for something like this, you you just, it's more, you just need people to be eaten. Like, it's not like, you don't need to feel for the characters. You don't need, to, it's just, it's a zombie movie. Like, you know, we watch... Like, you know, I watch a lot of, you know, you watch zombie movies and there's never anyone you, you learn for after a while. You don't get attached to anybody because they're all going to get eaten by the end of it anyway. Yeah. I disagree. I think you do get attached to, like, I mean. But I look, think you're, 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 you do fall for it. If you do get attached, then you're disappointed when they get eaten. But that's something what like I think this where it's just supposed to be. But that's what I think is confusing about this film is it wants you to get attached to different people in different ways at different times mm. and you just can't. Like, mm. I just couldn't. I think the film actively did and what they did is very much jumped the perception of point of view or character that we want to be focusing or the tone we want to be focusing with all the way through, which was nice towards the end because then it was it was building on that pace and emotion when everything was just going to hell. But in at the beginning, I was like, what the hell? Shori, why have you put me through this? Like, why? Why have you done this to me? <laughs> wow. I, I'm actually very disappointed you guys didn't like this. I'm, I'm not, shocked I'm not, this no, no, no. is your favourite zombie movie. I'm actually shocked. Yeah. I'm not going to say I, I hated it or anything. I just, mm. I was like, staying awake was legitimately, it's hay fever season. I was watching it at three in the afternoon. The fact that I couldn't stay awake at a time where there's no reason for me to be asleep is because I literally couldn't grasp this film at all. Wow. I just couldn't get, get on, I could not get on the surfboard and ride the wave. But... Shall we mention what we think is the special effect? Yes. Yeah, come on, no, I, no, I want Shory yeah, to tell I, I, us. All right, Shory, you tell yeah. us which one. Tell so us what it was. It's the Tarman, the one in the basement. Oh, my God. Oh, no, that is my favourite zombie design. We that is the wrong. coolest looking zombie oh I've ever God. seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. We, we, yeah. were, we were 100% wrong. You wow. were going to say the woman on the table. Yes. Yeah. And Dean and I were both so sure. Oh, we were no. both like, no. yes, Especially that's Especially because it. of the little that's bit where she was like, yeah, 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 in the background. And we were like, of course that'll be. Of course no, 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 no. But you I know think, what? I also thought that because I really liked that, like the half cool. went yeah, on the yeah. table. I was like, totally. "This is really cool." I it said, was this, cool. Ha- this actually looks really cool. I was like, "Yep, yep, this yeah. is cool. This is Shory's bit." 
nah. for sure. But you know what? Because the tar person came before that, right? Mm. Yeah. Because I remember when the tar person came up, I thought, oh, this might be it. This might, might be sure he's bit. Yeah, yeah. But then I saw the half woman on the table and I was like, nah, it's this. Don't be this. Yeah. I, yeah. I think no, the, the tar man, I think, is one of the coolest looking zombies in film ever. Like, it is iconic. Yep, yep, um, yep. It is. It's just a, such a cool looking, goopy, yeah, gross yeah. design. That, and, and this... It's funny that you you know something that's supposed to be dying has such expression on its face when it mm. like it walks out and sees the person and goes oh you know like mm-hmm. excited where it's not the normal groaning but mm-hmm. I think for this one the, the other yeah. bit that makes me laugh every single time is when the par- when the paramedics show up and the zombies attack them and then the radio is going off and the zombie leans over and goes send more paramedics <laughs> like, I think I don't know I think for me I just have a good time with this one it's not a movie. Yeah. That you know, like there's movies we'll talk about tomorrow, which are bleak and upsetting. Whereas mm. this is just, mm. it's you know, it's fun and fun it's silly. It, yeah. And it's, I, I totally and get the fun ride. I, I, I guarantee you that the people much, who there's way I guarantee too much the Shaun of the Dead people love this movie as well. I guarantee. I am you. a Shaun of the Dead person. So am I. Mm. Oh no, I mean the, ma- the makers, the makers of Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> uh, I guarantee right, right. you, they love this movie too. But you know yeah. what? The thing is, at the end of the day. It's okay if there's a movie that some of us don't like and some of us like. This Absolutely. is this is the joy of this podcast mm. as well, is that we're all like we're all experiencing different things. And I think this we've talked about this. This is kind of the joy of the three of us talking about horror because we have completely different totally. in some respects, have completely different tastes in horror and different perspectives. And I think that's amazing. Like Yeah, yeah I totally. Think that's that's the love and, that's the best thing about horror. And I love that. You know, I mean, that's the best thing about life, isn't it, really? Yeah. Like every, everyone's got different, like, honestly, everyone didn't, brings a different perspective. You're not allowed to have opinions. And, <laughs> and like, I've never, I, twi- uh, but on Twitter, everyone agrees with everything, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Twitter, you know, it's the best example of a place where people are allowed to have a difference of opinion. <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> of course. Um, no, but I, as much as I wasn't into this film, I really enjoyed that I finally saw one of those uh classic zombie films like one mm-hmm. of the that 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 trilogy because I'd never seen any of those films so I was like all right I'm finally going to sit down and watch you know this is one of those films and and I had a chat with Elroy about it afterwards because oh gosh Elroy's such a zombie nerd such a zombie nerd and he's one of those like you sure he really gets into like the biology and the science <laughs> of it and he has a major issue with the fact that Romero started this trend of zombies wanting to eat brains because he takes massive issue with that from this very scientific perspective. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. baby, it's not, it doesn't matter. And he's like, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it make, doesn't, sense. Matter. It doesn't make sense because of <laughs> this and that. And why would that? And I'm like, you you know what? You do you. It's yeah. no, don't. Like, so this is where matter. zombie eating brains started from. From with Romero, directed, not this one, yes. Romero. No, this okay, isn't, this sorry, isn't yeah. a Romero film. Oh, this isn't a Romero. Oh no, 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 no. I know nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Who are these movies? This was Dan O'Bannon made this one. Who, what did Romero do? He did Night, Dawn and Day. What did I just watch? Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean, what did I just watch? <laughs> no, I watched the right movie. Don't worry. Oh my god! Sorry, I'm just like okay to our listeners. Don't come for me, okay? Because there will be no cultural gatekeeping in in the pot of the dead fandom. We all have we all Get have different her. we all have different niches, and clearly, zombie films send, is not mine. Send all the rabid weasels after. <laughs> well, that was, that was, sorry, I should mention too quickly. The thing that I love too is that 
when the, when the gas goes off and it rains and it causes everything to come back to life. The thing that I find really cool too is that it wasn't just people. It was like they were in a medical, you know, supplies company and like the, the dissected dogs and oh the humans and yeah, stuff. That was cool. Yeah, that was – I found that like that to me is one of the most clever scenes in movies because it's like, well, why wouldn't they come back to life? If everything else is coming back, why just humans? I have to admit, I, 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 often, I often think that watching zombie films. I'm like yeah. – I love the premise. I love the idea. For me, the overacting just took me out of it too much. Next time I'm going to make you guys watch something real bad then. Oh, God, please don't. (laughs) I mean, I feel like like you've done that a couple of times. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You made me watch Black Swan. We're even. <gasps> Black Swan was great. Oh, my God. Black Swan is an amazing. Okay, you know what? No. I We're see, letting it be. I We're see letting him it holding the handle in the head. and anyway. stirring the shit and yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, yeah. taking it. Um, all right. Let's go on to our next film, which was my pick, which was Zombie Strippers, which I fucking adore. Um, so, Shuri, hit us with the IMDb. <laughs> Here you go. A zombie epidemic spreads through a strip club in Nebraska. Simple as you like. Yeah, absolutely. No, now we pretty um, much we let you and I start on our tre- a trend with Shory's film. Shory, why don't we let you start with M's? Oh, look, I <laughs> I didn't love it, but I get why Emma loves it. I do. Hang get on, how, what didn't you love okay. about it? I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm, gonna push, oh, I'm not letting Shory sit in the safe zone with look, this it's, one. No, I want to know no, what no. you didn't love, and I want to know why you think I do love. <laughs> 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 I, look, it's it's an awful movie, but in the best kind of ways. <laughs> We're both just silent, like, yes, right, go yeah, on, go what, on. I know. And, and I understand your what you're opinion. saying. But no, why, it's, where look, is it, it being an awful movie? Where is it awful? Oh, well, the acting is atrocious. The, Not compared to the one you picked, mate. No, oh, no, sorry. When, you, when your headlining actress is a porn star. Excuse me. <laughs> Jenna Jameson. Porn stars can act. They, especially the women, they have the to acting. do it yeah. the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, they can act. They can <laughs> well, different, act. different kind of acting. Sorry. Um, yeah, look, it's 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 a movie. No, it's look, I get it. I do get why you like it. I understand. I'm still it's, trying to get to why you don't yeah. like it because you haven't I'm, explained yet. I'm because not letting him skip away. No, I'm not letting Just, you off the hook. Despite the the underlying, uh, like the stuff at the start with the Bush family and stuff like that, which is hilarious, which is great. Mm. It's just, you know. <laughs> It's it's a Sharknado level movie after that sort of stuff. But you love that shit. I know. Yeah. I just this so is why, this why is, didn't you love this? And it, it had literal like titties and stuff. Like, yeah, I'm so like up? perplexed as why you didn't like it. The the what, the, the fakest boobs I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's all right. Not, it's not my thing. Um, no, it was look look. I love Robert England, and I'll watch him in almost anything. Um, and I think he is the highlight of the movie. I think he his overacting in it is perfect for this kind of movie. And everyone else is just sort of there. I love that you can't explain why you don't know, like this film. Because right. everything you said is like the same as the last film. Like exactly. really bad acting. Exactly. No. Em, oh, man. Before you dive in, I do want to touch yeah, yeah. a little bit. Look, I yeah, yeah. I understand it. what Shuri's saying. I really like this as well. I think the bigger problem with this film is it could have cut half an hour out of it. I do agree with that. A lot, it, 
a large part of it was the opening exposition. Uh, it, it, half an hour cut mm. out of it would have helped so that when we had these montage and dancing moments and these bits that are a little bit more elongated, it would make a bit more of a punch. Also, mm. the opening setup. Like, I get what it's trying to do. I get it, it's actually absolutely sitting within a very specific type of vein that, you know, with the way it's, I'm a scientist, look at my perky breasts, this kind of stuff. Like, I get it all. And there's a narrative that Em will absolutely be jumping onto, which I, I think is great and I really thought was, for me, it's just literally too much exposition at the start, too much mm. time taken to get to the point when that could have literally been done really quickly. I and, do agree and a good you. half an hour mm. could have been cut. But... I think the characters were great. The tone was great. The idea, the storyline, what it actually says about um, female empowerment and ownership of bodies. There's a lot there that I love mm. on a personal level and a lot that I love for the way in which they take it in a horror and a zombie level, especially ping pongs and billiard balls. M over to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so I want to say I agree with you. I hadn't actually thought about that, but... Um, it, it is too long, and and I have yeah. to admit, like rewatching hmm. it again, I I found myself thinking, like, oh, okay, when do we get past this stupid part at the start and get to yeah. when they just get to the strip club? Because exactly, that's when, hmm. because that's when the plot actually starts, and Although that's where we'll, the storyline and the characters. That's where the story starts. Is. Yeah, exactly, and and, exactly. and if I was editing the movie, I'd probably, as much as it it pains me to say, I'd probably cut down the stripping scenes just a little bit too, because some of those maybe, go on real a long. A little bit. Some, yeah. of, some, yeah. of, those, some of those go on, you go. All yeah. right, we get it. Yeah, come on, come they on, need let's to go. We get, get it. to the point, and, and yeah. it's like they gave every strip scene an equal amount of time. So when we got to the ones that were really investing and doing it in a really yes. strong way to, to the narrative, we yep. have seen it so many times before. Mm. The one yeah, with yeah, the yeah. girl who the, the girl who's doing it for for Nana, that oh. was that needed to be as long as it needed to be. That was fine. Absolutely. But the other ones, I'm like, yeah, I get it. I mean. I'm a I mean, I'm a 38 year old male. I've seen Jenna Jameson's breasts many times over the years. I don't need to see them again. And how do you? Her acting was. I actually think her acting was great. I like think her acting a, was great as well. She did a great job in this film. Like this would have been a yeah. such fun to film. And you know what? I I will actually say I think part of see I I think part of the thing with this film is the 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 stripping is it's not actually meant for the male viewer. No, I, and of course. I think of course. I think you're sort of saying that you're sort of watching it going like, yeah, I'm a 38-year-old male, but, like, <laughs> I've seen enough. And it's like, but that's not why this is. No, no, film. no. I I, not- it was jo- I was joking. It was, no, no, I, I was know, making I know. A, I was making a pun of that because I'm a 38-year-old male who grew up around the time when Jenna Jameson was the most famous porn star in the world. Surely you can I've get seen her naked many, many a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I th- but I think, like, yeah, so I do think that the, the start could have been cut down, although I really do appreciate the ongoing gag where there's that one woman who's part of the, the military group and inexplicably her top keeps disappearing. Yeah, her, top, <laughs> her shirt keeps getting ripped off. It just disappears. Like... Then the next thing she's just wearing a bra. And I'm like, of course, like that's and that's the thing just, is, that happens, I love right? All of that, it's just we didn't need that expression. No, we didn't need that, that much. We didn't need because that much. then when we finally got to the strip joint, it was oh, now's our introduction to everything that actually matters. Exactly. And and look, I okay, so here's my hot take on this film. It's probably not really a hot take. I think a lot of people have thought this, <laughs> but this this film is about female empowerment and it's about flipping the the script of uh uh Flipping the horror script on its head, the way we are used to seeing women's bodies and the way we're used to seeing women's bodies treated in horror is completely reversed in this film. And I think what's really brilliant about this film is that when you, at at first glance, if you look at it just on the surface, you could think the opposite. 
You could think, oh, this Absolutely. film is just exploitation. It's just like women's bodies for show. But when you like really stop and think about what is the film doing, like once the women turn into zombies, they they go into this mode where they're no longer stripping for the attention of men. They're not doing it for money. They're not doing they're it not because try- they yeah. need to. They're doing it because they're like, I'm fucking awesome. I look amazing and I fucking rock at stripping. And they are completely empowered. And they are, they become the they the men start to become the victims. And yeah. throughout this film, the men are depicted. And the men are so- oh, poor innocent men, like all of this different stuff. No, no, no. Like that, that's the thing. It's like they they are happily being lambs led to this slaughter. That is is not about them being evil either, which is. And you know what? The the interesting thing about this for a zombie film, usually you have the zombies as this kind of mindless um, horde who it's a metaphor for whatever. In this film, like when you look at the zombie strippers, the men in the audience are the mindless horde, not not the zombies, right? Which which is a complete reversal of what we're used to. So we've got these women using their bodies in a very empowered way, picking off men taking advantage of men even like even right down to the point of the um oh my god the face dance scene and this guy's like no 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 and this this zombie this zombie stripper sits on his face it's it's done in a joking sense but even that like reversal of a woman forcing herself on a man versus the other way around it we we're just seeing this constant reversal of the scripts that we're used to seeing in horror films and just films in general Um, and I adore this film um for that reason because it really plays into that it's so clear to me that this film is it was influenced by a porn and a horror icon. I mean, this is what happens when, when like, Robert Englund yeah. and Gemma Janison, you know, get, get together on the screen and do a film. Um, and even, like, the little, it kind of plays at even the idea breaking down the stereotype of, of who a stripper is, you know, like Jenna Jamison sitting there reading Nietzsche. And I love that after she's turned into a zombie, she's she's reading Nietzsche and she goes, this makes so much more sense now. Because yeah, he yeah. like talks about death and the meaning meaninglessness of life and all that kind of philosophy. And it's just, I mean, this is almost like textbook third wave feminist, right? Like it's a third wave feminist film. It's, it's I, I, I just adore it. I can't. Like what I love about it as well is the way because you're absolutely right, and the way it gives you these highs, these kicks, these moments is never in the expected way, which is what's really brilliant. Like even the scene, like I was saying, with the billiard balls, where the uh, the other woman becomes the zombie to be able to be the best stripper against her, and they fight it out, and and it's in such a brilliantly crafted and choreographed way. It's Mm -hmm. a joy to watch, and Mm. it's not about just being baseless virile animals no and and I love that Jenna Jamison completely she's happy to make fun of herself and the industry that she comes from like the porn industry she's that is absolutely deliberate like picking up on that 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 fetish and and that kind of um you know party trick that that's associated with the porn industry like the ping pong balls I don't know if the billiard balls is something that actually happens, but hey, maybe there. I are, mean, maybe there are that people like would, be very painful. I'm not going to. Maybe there I'm are people like there with skills. I have. I mean, I have seen some interesting shows in Amsterdam. Okay, that that makes yeah. that lead me to believe that, that there is more. 
you can do more with a vagina than you would imagine. Um, there is so, absolutely more strength than you expect. Oh my god! I mean, women do give birth, so I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, if, yeah. if you, do you know what? Yeah. If you can push a baby out, you can push a fucking billion ball. Billion ball. Exactly. Out. But, but like, yeah. You yeah. know, sure don't Any- want to think about that. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Look, and and even again at the end when we've got the the so called um you know, good girl and and the guy's trying to convince her to have sex because it's the end of the world and she's just like, no, no, yeah, fuck off, no. I'm like everything, it flips everything on its head in terms of what you would expect in a really this good kind way. of trashy movie <laughs> in a really good way and I do find it like a lot of fun. Um, I just, I mean, I think it is, it is possibly um a woman's movie like i think this is yeah. this this oh, well, is a movie I that like i think well i mean not not exclusively women but i think it's something that like i think a lot of women uh really enjoy this film because it just it speaks to it speaks to women's bodies in a different way like this yeah. you know it, it and horror and like it, it and takes horror. the narratives and tones and spins yeah. them on a different way that's not like a simple flip in an episode of Buffy, which and I love. And it's got some outrageous it's, it's, and hilarious not, kills. There's so much thought put into every element here, except for the amount of time it goes for and yep. uh, the the uh, editing. But the special effects are fantastic yes, in so are. many ways. Uh, and and the, the script is great and the way they play with it is just awesome. Yeah. The, the zombie makeup was really impressive. It's I think really good. My, it was. My favourite bit in the whole film, though, and it's not something to do with the stripping, it's when they go into the room and they're talking about all the guns and Robert Englund is pulling them off the wall. Yeah, everyone grab these guns and everything. Yeah, we're cool. I've got an NRA thing. And then the, and he goes, does anyone know how to fire these things? He goes, I'm an That's American. Right. I'm allowed to have them. Doesn't mean I know how to yeah, use yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah, that was there's probably such, my favourite bit in the whole film. Very, that such, bit cracked me up. Yeah. There's such great commentary throughout the whole film. Like, I was yeah, about to absolutely. say, there's a lot of commentary about American culture as well. Like the whole, like the whole ongoing bit with the cleaner, how which is, yeah. which is such an obvious commentary on like race relations in America. The fact that I think there's a there's a bit where Robert Englund actually says to him, he asks him to clean something up, and he says he says something like, like, like. My skin's not brown enough to do that job. Yeah, That's yeah. Your so, job. yeah, yeah. Like it is like that, such yeah. a yeah. such commentary on on like the way, which is um, also very smart because of, like the amount of commentary throughout the whole film. You're either going to see that or you're not. Yeah, I did, I did roll my eyes when he made do. the badges joke though. That joke's been made so many millions of times. I was like, really? Come on. But, but it is one of those films where it's the unfortunate thing is I think some people may you know, can watch this. And if you don't get it, you could just watch it and be like, you know, oh, yeah, tits and ass, like, lol, yeah, Mexican <laughs> people are brown. And it's like, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> hang on. It's social commentary, guys. Like, this it's, is the... But that's the nature of the beast when it comes out into the medium for everyone. This, is, this is true, yeah. I'm not putting it on the same level as, but it has the type of, the almost the type of parody of something like a Blazing Saddles as well, where yeah. people go, oh, look how racist this movie is. No, it's not. It's poking fun at everything. Absolutely. You know, it's making fun of everybody. So it does have that there. I think uh, just to put it out there a little bit, I reckon if, if Em, if you'd never seen this movie before and we brought up doing a zombie episode and I said, let's watch zombie strippers, I reckon I would have got almost shot down if you had never seen the movie. Nah. Yeah. No way. <laughs> no, I, if I, I suggested it without you ever seen it, I reckon you would have gone, oh, not shot down, but it would have been a, 
Oh, really? I no, I would never I shut down a movie without that. Yeah, no, no. But also, no. yeah, no. I think you're yeah, underestimating no. him. No, I think so too. Uh, I, I think so I'm just, too. I'm saying with like if if we'd already seen Slumber Party Massacre two and Body Melt, if I'd suggested it, it might have had a bit of a. Uh, 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 but I think. I but think, the same thing about uh, that underestimation can be our assumption that Shory would have loved it. That's that of same course. thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. expecting those because yeah, of yeah, yeah. base parts. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's true. Um, and I always look up films like that that anyone in this group mm, recommends course, yeah, to, yeah. to get a sense of them. And I'm pretty sure if I'd looked it up and seen Jenna Jamison and Robert England, <laughs> I would have been like, "No, no, no! This is going to be this is going to be something special. This is going to be something special." Um, to just to to give you an insight into how this film does resonate, a friend of mine back when I was um, doing my PhD used to be a dancer. And she recommended the film to me because she was like, <laughs> I fucking love this film. She's like, this is this is actually as a stripper, this is this is a fucking great film. And I was like, oh, okay. And so that's how I was introduced to this film. And I was like, okay, yes. I get okay, it. awesome. I get yeah. it. And yeah, I, nice. I yeah. highly recommend for the horror effects, the the commentary and just bear through uh, the exposition takes a while. <laughs> the, first, <laughs> the first half an hour is a bit much. But then the rest of the ride yep. is great. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. All righty. On to cool. our third film, and it is All Dean's right. pick. Last but certainly not least, we've got no. we've had two brilliant picks so far, and I have picked <laughs> one of my favourite comedies, let alone horror <laughs> comedies, <laughs> Short of the Dead. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I think and that's one we can all agree on. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And. The IMDb is a man's uneventful life is disrupted by the zombie apocalypse. It's- now, I just want to touch base, the team behind this as well, I was actually introduced to them before. For a lot of people around the world, they were like, this is their introduction and touchstone to Simon Pegg and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. For me, it was actually Space, the series when I was Space living in the UK. Great. yeah. I I'll, I'll go, I'll go one better. New- Have you ever seen Big Train? The no. sketch show that Simon Pegg was on with Nick Frost? It. Yes, Oh, I yeah, have. yeah. I've yeah, seen yeah. bits of that. Yeah, I've, I have seen, I've that seen is YouTube brilliant clips. too. That is so funny. So Space, I actually watched Space. I arrived in the UK and it had just finished like three weeks earlier, season two, and my brother loved it so much that he was like, you need to watch this. And my brother actually introduced me and it's very much our wavelength, very much our comedy. And mm-hmm. that is why I love this film as well, to take the genre of a zombie apocalypse and flip it on its head this way with the comedy. It's so mm-hmm. smart. I just love it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know what to say about this film. Like, it is, it's, it's just fantastic. Um, but it, it's it, also a massive parody of all zombie films as everything. well. Everything, all zombie Absolutely. films, down to where a bunch of the kills are taken directly from other zombie films. Mm. Like the the one where um the guy from Black Books, whose name I'm uh, blanking on, when he gets yeah. ripped out of the building and torn apart, mm. is literally how a character dies down to him yelling choke on them. In uh, Day of the Dead is literally ah. like shot for shot exactly the same. See, yeah, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that that it had like references that, in it to that. I think to that's that why this that's cool. this movie works so well is that if you haven't seen any of those movies, it's a hilarious movie. But if you've yeah, seen absolutely. the Romero trilogy yeah. and you've seen a bunch of those sorts of movies, you get those references as well. So and I think there's yeah. layers. It's an onion of a movie. There's I was going to say, I, I think that's how parody works best is when you create a film where for people who are mega fans of the genre, they get they see all these little references. But yep. even if you're not, it's just a funny, funny movie. Like, and the thing about this, the comedy in it is what the way the script works, the way the soundscape mm-hmm. works, 
it, and the, the the representation and playing with the fact that we're all zombies to our lives anyway just mm. adds to the comedy yeah. on so much. Like I've never wanted to go to the Winchester more. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> than, them, than them constantly saying, being frustrated about the Winchester and every time he's like, hello. I love it. <laughs> it's possibly, I'd say this is possibly one of the best um, horror comedies like yeah, out yeah. there. Like it's, it's so good. Yep. Um, it's just a joy to watch and you know and once again like it is it is more about the people um and the relationships between people that it is the zombies which is nearly always the case in zombie films um you know i Mm -hmm. love the the friendship between the two main characters and how we were taken on that journey throughout the film of them you know being really close but like as as the zombie apocalypse is unfolding you've at the same time got that paralleled with the roller coaster of their friendship which is you know the main character starting to feel like maybe you are dragging me down and you're yep. you're always holding me back yeah. and I need to focus on this then to the point that they're you know they reconcile, and he he keeps his friend around with him, regardless of what happens to his mate in the end. He's like, "No, yeah. we are mates, and and we're gonna we're gonna be together, um, no matter the circumstances, <laughs> which turn out to be quite strange circumstances in the end." Yeah. Um, and I'm sure everyone listening to this has seen Shaun of the Dead. I mean, I'm sure. it's just the way they play. It's just so good. Like the way yeah. they play with it. This is the zombie film I would show my nieces and nephew first. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, cause the comedy makes it fun and silly and, and, and a joy. Cool. Even the, the record scene. I love the record scene with the zombies in the background. Oh, yeah. it's just great. And it's very, qu- it's very quotable, which sounds like a really shallow thing to to say about a film. But I actually think it's, on you. it's. I think it's got yeah, red on you. I actually think it's very clever, like from a mm. from a script writing perspective, to to create a film because I'm certain it's deliberate creating a film with, yeah. with lines in it that are quotable because it helps it to become a cult. Um, classic yeah. and, and helps people to attach themselves to it. And this film has got so many scenes that are like I've seen. I follow um, a bunch of crafting Instagram accounts, and I've seen people do cross stitches of the entire uh, bit of dialogue where they they're planning what they're going to do. Right, right. Go over to mum and get yep. whoever. Go to the Winchester. And, but the way, and the like, way that's shot, like it's it, that's what I love about it, and yeah. that that's something they've carried through the other films as well. I haven't seen the third part of the trilogy. I've only seen the, oh, really? the two. I've only seen Hot Parts and Shaun of the Dead. Oh, it's on my, okay, interesting. I haven't seen it yet, but okay. um, yeah, but. It's just the way they do that and the way they sculpt it and script it, it creates that journey. Like, unlike the first film that we're talking about where I struggled to stay awake and the second film where these scenes drag on longer, you literally feel like you're watching lots of mini skits mm. and then they're all put together into one giant script. It's punchy. And it you makes just, it punch so well. Like, it, yeah. and, and all the actors, every single member of the cast, small or big, shine brilliantly. You mm. know, it's it's so good. I just loved mm. it. Yeah, I agree. It's hard to it's hard to know what to say, right? Because it's just like it's just fucking great. Oh, the and it's it's like it's parody, but it's also its own movie. It's mm. it works on so many levels, and you know we have so you know it's the cream of British acting, comedy acting. When you say absolutely, it. The, cast, the cast is fantastic. But even absolutely the scene where they're, they're running along and they've got the group of five or six of them, and they run into another group of five or six, and they're parallels yes. to who they have in their group already. And it's also, you look at that group and it's like it's Martin Freeman and it's a couple of other people from other yeah. British comedies. And they also go, hey, hey, how you going? Matt how you going? And they keep walking yeah, through. It's great. Yeah, it's great. It's Fran, just, Fran from Black Books. I can't remember yeah. that actress's yeah. name, but yeah. You know what it's I love so about well this as well is that 
I think this takes the most regional, reasonable approach to how you would handle a zombie apocalypse. Like Actually, when you yeah. look at, and we've watched quite a few of the films, and when you look at it and the way it's being done, I look at this and go, yeah, yep, that makes sense. Like every step, yep, that makes sense. Oh, I would do mm-hmm. that too. Like, oh yeah, this kind of thing. Everything that they do and how they do it. It, it has a logic to it as well that sits even better within the comedy. This is this is true. I think that the good decisions and the bad decisions, you can kind of go like, yep, yep, I can see that that's how that would, yeah. you know, yeah. like that's what people would because do. Because in all seriousness, let's put it out there, if there was an apocalypse, zombie apocalypse right now, you know, you've got the people that you're in, with, in your house with, would you stay where you are? Or would you I would. go to better ground? Well, yeah, you're in Warren Dyke, sorry. Like, no yeah. one, no zombies aren't even going there. Yeah. And I live in a big, a big bluestone house, which kind of helps too. Yeah, I would definitely try to get out of, um, not that I'm in this in the city, but like out of built up areas. I would definitely try to get out somewhere that is a bit more secluded. There's less likely to be as many people, therefore, as many zombies. See, I'm the one that's screwed. I'm the one that's screwed. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I'm in Collingwood. I'd be able to jump from roof to roof and go to different spaces and places, but getting out of Collingwood is going to be a hard situation. Like, because mm-hmm. I can get to Yarra, the Yarra, you know, like park. Actually, the trick would be to get to Yarra, the Yarra and be mm-hmm. on the Yarra. So that way. Yes. It, well, yes. I say the zombies wouldn't get to me, but that, that really isn't true. They can. It's not like they can't get into the water. This <laughs> is true. All I can say is I pray if this ever happened, that because Elroy and I don't currently live together, that it happened when Elroy was here or I was at his place because <laughs> Elroy is so resourceful. Yeah, and 100%. he has he he legitimately has amazing survival skills and but knows like, way too like, much about zombies than any single Sean. person should. So you'd have to that the storyline would be more interesting then. You you and Bon have to get to Elroy and then yes. you all have to get to where Elroy says, which will be the Winchester. No, no, no. We'd be going. No, we'd be going out, out of. We'd be going out bush. That's where we'd be going. So our task would be, and because this is, it's Von and I. How do we get the cats and ourselves safely to Elroy? (laughs) See, my theory is the cats would already have been eaten by someone. Like you've (gasps) got to let the cats go. No, I don't wish it. I don't wish it on your cats. How would they? Because they're in the they're in the apartment with us. So if we're not eaten, they're not eaten. Because they're not outside. Oh, they're not outside cats. Okay. No, well. no, no, because we're in an apartment with a balcony at the moment. So they just I'll say, also, wouldn't the cats I'll say something that's probably a, a liability. A bit disturbing. Depends how long you're stuck in that apartment for, Emma. Look, I know. I've thought about all these things. <laughs> oh, I truly I truly have. Sorry. I truly have. And I could I couldn't do it. Yeah. I could I couldn't yeah. do it. Um the cats would be a liability. And honestly, that would probably be what would kill me in the end because I'd be like, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving my seven kilo cat behind. It would be a fucking liability. I'd have to put her in a backpack and just, just fucking like Master Blaster from Mad Max. I I don't know what that means, but yes, exactly oh. like Master Blaster from Mad Max. <laughs> yep. So like, cool. so, like anyway. the rat in Ratatouille. There you go. How's that reference? Is that better? I've, I've not seen Ratatouille. Oh god damn it! Like Yoda in. Return Empire Strikes Back on the back of Luke. Is that how? Exactly. Okay, exactly. Cool. That right. is exactly what it would be like. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I actually have, I mean, I already have a plan because, like, if there was a fire, I have a, an exit strategy. Like, if I had to get out of any house I live in, when I move in, I think about, right, what's the best door to get out of if there's a fire or an emergency and how do I get the cats out with me? So I have, like, a special bag that's within reach that I can fit the cat in, zip it up, get the fuck out. See, my problem is that I have a way of getting out of the building, but the part of it does involve 
what there are two different ways, mm. but both of them involve interaction with other apartments. Yeah. Okay. One is my parents across the hall that would be okay. Mm-hmm. The other is is going out from my back way, but that means I might need to what's it called when you use the rope and you kind of spelunk? I got no that idea. Abseil. Abseil down the building slightly, not much. But spelunking slightly. is in caves. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. Because that's the one I've done. Because um Pretty sure yeah, spelunking is a wardrobe title and, too. And I just need to make sure I avoid the neighbours in case they're infected. Well, There's you a, might I have to about all these uh, honestly, it just sounds like fucking COVID anyway. You might have to avoid <laughs> yeah, no, your right. parents, Dean, because they might be infected. Oh, look, I mean, I would, I, would take, I would take them down and take their apartment. It's much larger. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and has a better and a better vantage point to be able to see everything, make mm. assessments. Yeah, like mm. I would absolutely take my parents. Like, so no offence, mum and dad, who will never listen to this. Can I just say... Elroy, this is the extent to which Elroy is prepared for this kind of stuff. He also has a cat, but his cat happily walks on a leash and happily travels in cars and in backpacks oh and doesn't my care. God. I'm like, oh, my God. And it's it occurred to me, I'm like, you even trained your pet to the point that it would not be a liability if you had to escape somewhere. Yeah, Em, you absolutely, you and Bob no, have I need to Elroy. Elroy. Yeah, yeah, I need absolutely. Elroy. Yeah, no, I, need, no I need to find an Elroy. All right, I'm yeah. going to get on that. You need an Elroy. All right, <laughs> Anyway, absolutely. well, this has been a really great episode and I this hope that great. it's prompted everyone to think about your zombie apocalypse emergency plan, okay? We want to hear what one, yours is. PSA, you need yeah. to have a zombie apocalypse emergency plan in place because you never know. Absolutely. And you know what? We want to hear yours. So why don't you hit us up on our socials and let us know how you would survive the apocalypse? Because let's face it, after the past year and a half, we've had time to prepare. And I want to know who's who's putting their pet in the backpack and who's eating their pet, because I need to know which one of you guys to block. Oh my god! It's crazy. <laughs> well, you don't have you know what everyone. I know. I don't that's, have a pet. That's, that's prepared. Probably, now that's yeah, prepared smart. for an apocalypse. You're like no pet. <laughs> nah, you know, no, no attachments. Everybody, <laughs> I'm, I'm cold-hearted. No attachments. No so attachments. when the apocalypse comes, no, fuck you all. You're all dead to me. Yeah. I'm gone. Exactly. That's the other thing. Before we go, I love about Sean and the Jet is that, that part of the thing is they get ha- household things. Not everyone has a cricket bat. Not everyone has a baseball bat. Yes, I would use a frying pan or a wok to beat someone's head in. Like they think about what stuff would you grab from your home? I've got a, a lamp, bat. whatever. Exactly. Like. It's one of the things I love about it. But everybody, hit us up on the socials. Tell us what you think of these films, if there's bits that you love. What is your escape plan in an apocalypse? And also, what item you think is best to use from your home, in the room your room or car or thing <laughs> you're listening to our podcast in right now to defend yourself in a zombie apocalypse. Yes. We're going to be back tomorrow with more zombie craziness, but we're switching it from comedy up to another level. I guess you'll have to wait and see what that's going to be. Meanwhile, let's go eat some brains. Bye. Mm, Birds. Hey all, it's Dean here. Don't forget that you have until midnight on the 28th of October to put your vote in for what films we're going to be watching for episode 31. If you head to our website, potofthedamned.com, and you click on the menu bar to the poll,
whole, it'll take you right to the page and you can pick one of those nine films. And here's a little secret I haven't let M and Shory in on yet. You can vote more than once, which means you can pick a couple of extras. Right now, it's a bit of a neck and neck race between three of them, but anything could change. And this week, we're going to be putting the films up on our social medias and every vote they get are going to be extra points going towards that final score. So let's see what film we're going to review in episode 31 by you placing your vote. Potofthedam.com, and I can't wait to hear about your zombie apocalypse survival guide on our socials. That's Pot of the Damned on Twitter and Podcast of the Damned on Instagram. See you there.